Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome to Up Level Together podcast, place to up level in every aspect of your life, from personal development to mindset and spirituality to business tips and relationships building. We bring you best interviews, tools, and inspiration where one episode can change your whole life. Here's your host, Jasna Borza. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome to yet another episode of Up Level Together, a place where we up level together with one insight, one thought, one beautiful, kind word um, toward one another. And when we do that, when one of us up levels, uh, has a sort of an expansion of the mind, body, spirit, all of us eventually do. And today, I want to talk to you about an incredible life-changing book that has really offered um, me an incredible sense of um, expansion in the body, mind, and, and soul. And I wanted to share it with you because it's just been so, so instrumental. And the book is Simple Abundance, Simple Abundance, and it's a daybook of comfort and joy by Sarah Bunbretnak. And it is just such an incredible um, book that I really, really, really highly, highly recommend. It was written in the 1990s, and I think it was an Oprah sensation back then. I found it about 10 years ago when I was going through a really, really difficult time. And Um, it was one of those things that I just picked up and it may seem archaic at times, but its messages are just so incredibly timely. So there are a few things that I wanted to share with you today that I felt like are just insightful. They're very important. They're very, very interesting. And as I read these, they're a daily journal. They start from January. So it's kind of like you get to read a chapter every single day and it takes you from you know excavating your authentic self to finding beauty in in every little thing to the simplicities and they're just one of these things that are just really 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 uh, beautiful to me and that that are very 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 inspiring and a few things that that um uh, they have spoken uh, to me about this particular book has been this concept of simplifying your life and making your environment beautiful, which Sarah Bunbrechnang had talked about for so many different different years. And there really is um, the incredible balance between you know, the, the world that we live in and everyday responsibilities and all the things that we have to do and the, the simplicity that we naturally all crave as, as humans. So one of the things, one of the big topics that she talks about is downshifting. And downshifting is a word coined by business writer Amy uh, Saltzman. It describes the emergence of a new breed of workplace trendsetters who are no longer willing to allow their work to ride roughshod over their lives. And they're not they're choosing not to keep pace with their fast-tracked peers. By setting career limits, they're slowing um, communities and um, they're slowing down in order to devote more time to creative energy to their families, communities, and personal needs. Salzman documented the different ways in which these enlightened pathfinders have found authentic success 
in her thought-provoking book, Downshifting. And uh, what I love about this particular topic, and it really comes up in so many different ways throughout the book, is that even now in the world of post-COVID, are we there yet? Are we still in the heart of it? I don't know. Uh, it feels like we're still in the in the middle of it. But there has been this conversation about escaping the mainstream, escaping the hustle culture. I have talked to so many of my girlfriends, my clients, my relatives who feel like they've been licking their wounds a little bit for all of the last year because we have been so overworked and overtired. And there came just this opportunity to downshift, to simplify, to not necessarily keep pace because the world that we live in is very, very hectic and does not allow for downshifting it doesn't create an environment in which we can sit and drink a cup of tea and watch the rainfall or just sit by the window and look at the birds in the backyard. Those are the things that I really used to crave. And I remember 10 years ago when I picked this book up, I was in the midst of working 60 hours a week, sleeping with a Blackberry back then under my pillow. And I was really drawn to this concept of slowing down. I was drawn to the concept of um, finding myself in a situation where I can actually breathe. Even now, try it. Just a moment. How was your day as you're watching this, right? Has it been hectic? Have you been watching one thing after another or running from one to, to, to another? And often what I find all, all that we need is the deep inhale and then deep exhale. It starts with that. It starts with something as revolutionary as taking it three extra seconds to breathe. So we can do it together, right? Take a deep breath in. Fill it up and... Feels good. Even today in the studio, I'm coming and I've been rushing children and work and, and I really want to tell this story and I want to record this episode. But in the process of that, we're taking such short breaths and we're trying to keep up and trying to do all the things. So for me, the concept of downshifting is as simple as taking the time to take an extra breath or two or three and really be just reminded that I get to slow my environment. I get to slow the pace of life. Remember, as within, so without. We truly are in control of our environment. Um, today's science, I've been digging deep into quantum physics and, and how much we're connected. And uh, one of the premises of quantum physics is that an object that which we observe changes its behavior based on our observation. So we can objectively observe something. It really throws physicists into a tailspin. But it's an interesting concept that just by placing my intention and attention on something, like taking a deep breath in, or what are some of the things that I could do to downshift? What are some of the things that I could do to slow down? Brings the awareness. And immediately, 
its behavior and our interaction with it changes. So just a really, really interesting concept. But uh, it, in one of these um, really interesting, uh, uh, in, in the story that, that Sarah talks about, she talks about an example of a woman um, who was very, very uh, busy. She was an editor at a magazine running into another friend as she was starting to downshift and really, you know, um, not be as busy. And um, what happened was that it was a chance encounter with a friend. Um, as friend resumed, uh, gotta run, I love you, we'll do lunch, pose before dashing off. She inquired how the author was doing. And the author said, things were fine, work was interesting, but I wasn't allowing it to take over my life. You know, I do some volunteering, a little bit of reading and, and, and writing. And her friend uh, was unable to grasp the idea that she was that she was not particularly busy at work and actually enjoying it. That she was consciously making the effort to take things slower. Fortunately or unfortunately, we are a byproduct very often of the people that we interact with. We are a byproduct of our environment, and psychology tells us that so much of our self-esteem is based on uh, the mere fact of how we see ourselves in, in the process is how others see us. So we see ourselves and base our understanding of ourselves based on the feedback that we get from the community. So that's very interesting. So when we try to downshift, when we try to smell the roses, so to speak, when we try to make changes in our life that allow us to just not be caught in the anxiousness of the collective, in the anxiousness of the world, in the anxiousness of everything that is happening, we can really take, uh, uh, be taken aback when someone uh, in, in our community, in our group, offers us the feedback as if, well, that's odd. Why would you do that? Right? And then we start to question ourselves when in reality, I believe that the more we continue in this world, the more we realize that with the advance of technology and the fast pace of life, it is very difficult, quite difficult to stop. It is quite difficult to extricate yourself from the processes that this society has built in for us to always be on the run, always be on the go. And I think it's almost revolutionary idea to take a slower step and, and to downshift and to focus on the things that really truly matter. First and foremost, our physical and mental health. Those are the first things that are sabotaged or affected and that um, really we start to question and they get in the way when we are too busy. And if we don't have those two things, then we have to ask ourselves, what is it that we do have? We can have all the success, all the money, or the prestige and fame if we don't have the health and 
physical health and the mental health, emotional health, spiritual health, I would venture to say that we don't have anything. And in the world that we live in, we have to fight against the notion that our success is based on how much money we make. I often think of all the mothers at home who have never had a chance to contribute financially to the world, but the work, an incredible work that they have done, and how sometimes it messes with their head because they don't feel like they have, you know, um, contributed or that they have value. Very often I've talked to moms who have stayed at home for to raise their children for a very long time, and they tell me that they feel like they have nothing to contribute to the society because the feedback is that they don't have the skills or that they've wasted their most precious years, et cetera, et cetera. So the narrative has to change for us to downshift. But it starts with one revolutionary idea. It starts with an intention to downshift. It starts with an inhale and an exhale. It starts with just pausing for a second and asking yourself, am I happy in this moment? Am I happy with everything happening, with all the schedules or the things happening? Uh, am, I, am I fulfilled? Am I happy? Am I, am I on the right track? And if the answer is no, then we get to change. That could include downshifting, but it may not. It may be something completely opposite. But today we're talking about this incredible concept of how powerful it is um, to just, to just um, take, take a breather. I want to share another paragraph that was really important. Um, and this speaks about the job, but really related to anything in your life that you have going on that's eating up your time. The author... Here she said that she's made a conscious decision to take a life a little slower. In fact, she deliberately uh, had not gone after promotion because she knew that the job would eat up too many evenings and weekends. And while it may look impressive, um, she wasn't sure that it would fit her at that time. And um, uh, she said, decision, however, has not been made lightly and has continued to nag at me, right? And this is what we do. We continue to question ourselves when others around us don't understand our de decisions. And she said, when I saw my friend, I realized why. If you weren't always moving ahead and aiming for something higher and more impressive, if we didn't have that look of constantly being busy and in motion, we were somehow boring or worse, losers. And that is the narrative that I had to fight against uh, 10 years ago when I was going through such a difficult point in my life, when I had discovered this book, when I was working so much. And it was uh, in an effort to prove that I'm worthy, to prove that I'm successful, to succeed at all costs, to make myself seem productive and, and um, important and all of these things. And yet I had neglected my own health in, in the process. In fact, I had uh, proceeded to have nine miscarriages during that time because it was that painful and the period was just very difficult and it really affected my physical and my mental, mental, health, mental health. And that's not 
that's not something that I ever want to repeat. So why this speaks to me even now is that I see so many people, even in today's world, struggling with the same thing. The pandemic has brought up some things for us that we get to reflect in, that we get to um, start to think about and start to say, yes, I want that or I don't want that, or we get to reevaluate what we want and what we don't want. And I know many people who have reevaluated um, their life situation after the last year, after having been forced to stay at home and spend, God forbid, quality time with their families. I know that I have changed so many things yet again in my life and been reminded of how beautiful it is to have that extra time to drink tea and smell the roses and to slow down. And when I did that, interestingly, there are things in my life that seem to take off businesses or opportunities. So um, it, it really shows how powerful it is that when we slow the storm, inside that we become much more powerful manifestors and members of the community in the world. It's almost as if things are happening through our surrender in the process and they're just a little bit more, more effortless. Um, uh, the author finishes by saying, by slowing down, she discovered that the fast track shackles um, shackles us to a set of standards and rules that prohibit us from leading truly successful, happy lives. When we begin to search for our authentic working style, we can make that discovery on our own. And that is it for, for, for today. And this is a great reminder that um, we get to create our own lives. And there are times in our lives where we will be asked to step up and work 10, 12-hour days. And we will be in the period of growth in our own lives. And we will feel that energy. And it will feel good. And it will feel exciting. And there will be other periods in, in our lives where we will feel like we need to take a breather and reflect and pause lick our wounds, process traumas, uh, be a little boring so that we could gather our energy for the next period of growth. Whatever it is that you do, I hope that this uh, episode today is a reminder to take a deep breath in and a deep breath out and know that it only takes three seconds to slow down, to consciously bring awareness to here and to now. And from there on, make a decision to move forward. That's it for today. I'm your host, Yasna Burza. Thank you so much for, for watching. And may you continue to inspire others in your circle every single day. Until next time. Bye. Well, there you have it, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means the world. Please share with anyone that might find this useful and go ahead to all iTunes stations and please give us a five-star rating. So much love for you all. Please, please, please know that everything can be different. You're worthy. You're good enough. And let's up-level together.